Welcome, welcome, welcome to TikToking. I am your fabulous host, Kevin Hughes. And today, guys, oh my goodness, I have some superstars on the show today. Jaron and Maggie Clayton, a.k.a. the Blonde Brewer. Yes, you know the man with the sore head. They are on the show today. Oh, we talk about their experience with Coolio and how they got into what they do on TikTok and how their life has changed and all the cool new experiences they get to endure with with all this TikTok fame. It was just so much fun. Awesome, awesome people. And I am so excited for you guys to hear this. So without further ado, guys, I don't want to hold you up anymore. Here's Jaren and Maggie this week on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Enjoy. TikToking, TikToking. Where creators come to play. TikToking, TikToking. Find out what they have to say. TikToking, TikToking. Fascinating interviews. TikToking, TikToking. TikToking with Kevin Hughes. Welcome to TikToking. I am your host, Kevin Hughes, and today we have Jaron and Maggie Clayton, a.k.a. The Blonde Brewer. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. What is up, Kevin? Oh, not much. Just uh, getting ready for my live show tomorrow, which is going to be a blast, by the way. Yeah, we saw that. That's crazy, man. You're making money moves. That's uh, <laughs> and, and this is your first stand-up, right? Yeah, first stand-up, and then I'm doing the pod- this podcast live in front of people, and... Uh, have a few big names coming out and flying out today. It's just, it's, it's insane that it's kind of all falling together like this, but it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so where are you guys from? So originally we're from Washington. Well, actually Maggie. I grew the, up in the Midwest. Yeah. When she was what elementary school age. Yeah. I grew but, up to the Pacific. I grew up, I came up to the Pacific Northwest and, uh, when I was like 13. So I, I do have to say something before we start, though. When we logged in, it was like, make sure, check your mic, hair, and then hair was crossed out. I'm like, really? Already roasting me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Kevin's really uh, getting me on this one. But yeah, no, I knew it was that. <laughs> it's getting check you back for all those times you picked on your wife on TikTok, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, crossed out hair. Come on, man. <laughs> Okay, I think Jaren just saw a squirrel. We uh, live in Oregon now, though. Yeah, we live in Oregon now. Yep. Okay, cool. And you were from uh, Washington State, you said, originally? Yeah, yeah. I uh, grew up in northern Seattle area and then moved across the Puget Sound to Belfair, and that's where I met Maggie. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was born in Olympia. So. Oh, oh right wow. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was my next question, actually, is how did you guys meet? You want to tell the story? You're always great about that. <laughs> um, well, okay. So technically we met in youth group uh, back when I was in eighth grade. Jaron was a senior in high school. Um, Jaron doesn't remember that, which is great. He probably shouldn't remember that. Um, and then we met again when I was uh, 17. Jaron was in a band with my then boyfriend, who was the rhythm guitarist. Jaron was the lead singer. And so that's how we met the second time. And um, when 
me and my boyfriend broke up, Jaren was trying to get us back together, and we became really good friends. Um, Everybody's going to say, yeah, right, you know. <laughs> but no, honestly, I mean, it, our, my bandmates were family, and uh, yeah, I, I was hurt when they I heard they had broken up, so... Yeah. And then uh, we just hit it off and we became really good friends at first. And then he didn't even ask me to be his girlfriend. He just told me he like we were. Hey, I I was just about to deploy to Iraq. I didn't have time to play around. Um, And uh, never looked back since. But uh, he did get kicked out of the band when they found out we were dating. That I did. Oh, no. So um, and they wished ill will of me while I was in Iraq. But that's okay. (laughs) <laughs> and what age was this that you guys got together? Um, I was 17, almost 18. Okay. And Jaren was 21. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know you served in the military, so thank you for your service. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. I did once, once a time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, what made you guys decide to get on TikTok? That's actually a pretty interesting story as well. So we took a vacation to, I don't know, Cancun, somewhere in Mexico, I think it was. And uh, we were hanging out by the pool, and we saw one of those Instagram influencer models taking pictures in the pool. And we're like, She had to have been like 21, 22. Yeah, and she's doing her thing. And we get talking to her, and we're like, what is, what's this all about? She goes, oh, yeah, no, I'm on Instagram. We're like, okay, Instagram, we get it. But she's mm-hmm. like, no, I just hit 10K uh, followers on TikTok. And she goes, that's too easy, you know, we... I just do dances and all this and that. And uh, now I'm part of the creator fund and I make some money off of this. And both Megan and I look at each other without saying anything. We're like, yeah, we could do this. <laughs> so we get home and we created our own accounts. Mm-hmm. And like everything else in our life, um, it's a competition initially. And uh, we, you know, our idea wasn't to grow to where we are at right now. It was just you know, a competition amongst ourselves. So mm-hmm. I think it was December when we started of 2000. Yeah, so we it, we started in mid-December. We had about two weeks before New Year's Day. And um, the whole goal was to see who can get as many followers as possible before New Year's Day. And whoever had the most would win. And that <clears throat> our business, our brewery had been shut down at the time. Um, I think we were going through our second wave of shutdowns because COVID had, had hit. Second or third wave. And, um, I, so I wasn't working as much cause I typically work down at the, at the tap room. And so I wasn't working as much. We had a lot of free time on our hands. We were bored trying to like figure out something to do to keep our mind off of the stress of like not having our business open. Right. And, like, it was honestly simply that. Yeah. Just something creative to do to keep our mind at ease. Um, so we, yeah, we started this competition. Uh, I was the blonde brewer, um, cause that's my page on Instagram. It, it go, feeds back to owning the brewery. And, um, I, when we first opened a lot of the beers I had to brew cause Jaron was working full time. Thank God he took over now cause my beers were not as good as his. Um, <laughs> but that's where my username came from. And then he had his Vizla father because of our Vizlas, um, and so we had we had our two accounts. Um, okay. Jaron quickly won the battle. Uh, I think he, I think he would have been like the remember. second or third day in posting, and he went. He yeah. had his first viral. Video. I don't know if anybody remembers, but there's this Katie Keurig audio going around, and it was a che- cheating scenario where this guy's hiding um, because the husband shows up and 
Uh, anyways, you got to look it up. But May- Maggie goes, I got this perfect audio for you. And, uh, you know, I want you to do the voiceover. I go, all right, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it all the way, right? So <laughs> I strip down naked. <laughs> I hit on the bed. And she's holding the light up recording me. And so I nailed the audio. It looks like I, it was me saying it. Um, and it just blew up. So I'm brewing at the time. And she runs out, Sharon, you're going viral. And I had no idea what that meant. You know, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. No, she's like, no, like your numbers are going crazy right now. You're getting messages and comments and all that. And I remember we had a COVID test to run to because mm-hmm. we were going somewhere. And uh, it was a less no, than a five it, minute drive. It was our COVID test because we had just come home from Mexico. So oh, that's what it was. Yeah, We yeah. had to take a test before we went. And then we had to take a test three days after we got back before we mm-hmm. um, went back to like work and stuff because we didn't want to get our employees sick or, you know, just responsibilities. Um, and yeah, he in that <laughs> trip, I remember we actually have he recorded me. Uh, leaving the house, he had like 600 followers. And then by the time we got home, I think in the amount of time it took to drive to get a COVID test, so maybe an hour, he had over a thousand followers. And I was just watching his follower growth go up and up. And me, I'm being salty, you know, like this is a competition. (laughs) I helped him find that audio. I helped him film it. And I'm like upset because I just ruined my growth yeah. because of that yeah. video and that happened two or three more times on my account i'm like i may be somewhat decent at this <laughs> and then of course she did a video where it was um i'm not your roommate i'm your husband and that was an original idea right yeah um and i mean you can explain it. it's your video yeah so going back to the the original story he he ended up hitting like 18,000 followers um, joining the creator fund in that two week span, like right away. So he won. I think I hit, I finally hit 10,000 followers on, on my account right after New Year's um, day. I remember because we were at his grandparents. I'm like, oh, thank God. I finally am at the same level as him. Um, and then we just we just kept doing it because our our business was still kind of we were only open for takeout. Uh, I think we got shut down in November. We didn't get reopened until almost April for sit down service. Um, and so a lot of I just had a lot more free time. And so we just we just kept making content and uh, we were trying to push out two to three a day. And so we would always focus on one video as our main video like our really good like idea video. And then we would push out like duets or uh, uh, voiceovers or stitches like to fill in. Um, Cause we just, I guess had a mission to like, just see what like who, what we could do on the platform just for fun. <clears throat> well, and once you first get that first taste of um, viral videos, it's mm-hmm. like, Ooh, I want this more, I want this more. And you know, realize that if you're good at it a little bit, you know? And so, yeah, no, it was very interesting. So the the roommate video. Um... Wait, hold on. Before you get get into that though, not a lot of people know this, but um, I was at the eighteen k or whatever I was at, and she hadn't really grown much. And uh, I saw her out in the hot tub. I'm like, man, she's really down and out today. What's going on? And I mean, like, almost brought to tears. I'm like, what's going on, Megan? She's like, I always wanted to be an actor. <laughs> Destroying me on this. I go, Miggy, I don't care. I'll delete the app. I, you know, I really don't get, it's not that big of a deal to me. And she, no, you're doing so good. I support you. And, you know, I'm, like, I'm like, I never, we've been together 14 years 
and I never knew that she wanted to be this actress, you know. And <laughs> we're both very, very, very competitive with our with ourselves and each other. So that was also part of it. Is like just be, I was really bumming because it was beating me and doing yeah. so much better. And I was feeling so great about myself, and then make me made this video. So, so. I think it, I was probably in the, I know I was in the hot tub when I came up with this idea. So maybe it was that same scenario. It probably same was day. that same day. Yeah. Um, She's like, I'm going to get it I, I, I came inside and I was like, I have this idea for a video. There was this audio going around where this girl was like, uh, what's something that's holding you back from going on dates or something like that? And I was like, I'm going to stitch this video and I'm going to say um, because my roommate doesn't like it when I bring other men home. And I, w I was very specific with Joan. I go, I want you to slam your hand down on the counter and say, I'm not your roommate. I'm your husband. Just in the background. Don't be in the video. Just say it. Right. And so we filmed this video. It was supposed to be just an extra video for the day, something fun, a stitch. And I actually didn't even post it that day. I waited until the next morning to post it. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to play around with a new posting time and just see how this goes. I, I remember saying myself that this is such a stupid idea. And she's like, just do it, Jaren. Just do it. Yeah. And I it, couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you know, it's always the, the ones you don't think are going to go anywhere it's that true. go viral. Yeah. And I think it hit like 2 million views in the first four hours or something like that. It was like oh, a wow. very, very quick growth video. Um, and then, uh, it ended up sitting at, by the time it finally ran its course, it had like 16 million views, um, which now like as a bigger count, we have several videos over that, like, but at that time, it was huge. That yeah. was yeah. a huge video for us. And I went from just over 10,000 followers to, um, that video brought my, my account over a hundred thousand followers. Oh, wow. And um, this is also kind of a funny story because it went full circle here. Uh, I, well, I was down when Jaron was, was <laughs> ahead of me. Uh, when I was at 99.9 thousand followers, Jaron just kept refreshing his page watching me. It, this, I wish I was recording him because he was so somber. So somber just sitting there like... <laughs> refreshing the page finally it, it ticked to a hundred thousand followers and he looks and he goes well safe to say you beat me <laughs> i think i'm gonna give up on my account now and just join in with yours yeah and he was so bummed and i, I was, was like it this was a this was a collaborative video like yeah. i wouldn't have gotten where my page is at without yeah. you like What's, helping. what's funny too is I kept pushing the boundaries on my account because I wasn't getting the viral videos like it was. I'm like, I gotta push the boundaries, push the boundaries. And it became more and more of a thirsty account. Just like <laughs> I mean, I ended up in the Borat onesie, like I was doing some crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And so I most of my videos were getting taken down just for, you know, being stupid. I mean, it was all comedy based, but yeah, uh, she definitely won the war. Yeah. And the oh. cool thing about that video is Kelly Rowland of Destiny's Child actually used mm -hmm. that audio, which just like that, I I could have stopped there and been satisfied for the rest of my life. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. And so when you hit that 100,000, did he look at you and say, Maggie, you know, 
I've always wanted to be an actor, and you've taken this from me, <laughs> did he? <laughs> I was thinking it. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly what he said, but um, there may have been a, a tear shed in that moment. <laughs> it went full circle. That's hilarious. And and actually, um, I mentioned this in your guys' live, but I've been following you guys since you were about 1,000 followers. Oh, uh, no I've, way. Yeah, so like way That's back crazy. when. Yeah, so you've like, seen it all. I have, yeah, and it's really cool to see how far you guys have come. And I think at that time I only had maybe a couple hundred followers, and then shortly after you guys blew up, um, I had a video go viral as well, and kind of the same feeling. Like I was just, I just posted some random thing like on my break at work, and then it just. By the time I got home, I was like, holy crap, it's at 600,000 views. Like, yeah. what's going on here? And I showed my wife, and she's like, no way, no way. And I'm like, look. And I and I keep hitting refresh, and it's just like 99-plus notifications, 99-plus yeah. notifications. Yeah. I was just like, what in the world? And, uh, and then by the time I woke up, it was at like 6 million. And I think it's the same thing right now. It's at like 16 million views or something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's insane how TikTok has allowed people to just go from nothing to – like huge overnight, you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. And, That's and I love it. Yeah. And it's For different sure. from TikTok, or I'm sorry, from Instagram. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people are like, you know, I don't understand it. I have a million followers on, on TikTok, but I only have like 10,000 followers on Instagram. And I tell them, it's like, well, in my opinion, TikTok, you're sending a video out and anybody and everybody can see it. Whereas on Instagram, it's kind of like they have to specifically look you up or, be looking for something specific to find your, your video or picture. So it's a lot harder for Instagram to, for your account to grow compared to TikTok, where, you know, you can just hit send and it's all of a sudden everybody's watching it, you know? Oh yeah. In fact, I just wrote a whole stand up all about this. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Just the differences, different nuances of each app. Platform, yeah. yeah. And we've done, we've been very fortunate to, uh, grow pretty well on Instagram recently as well, but it's all the short reels that they're trying to, to push more. And, um, that definitely fits our, our demographic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what made you guys come up with, uh, the idea that really blew you up with the whole Coolio song, the gangster's paradise and Jaren, basically you're, you're ripping on your wife, which <laughs> I'm sure she loves to death, but she has some good ones that with the comebacks, but what made you guys come up with that idea? Yeah, so we, we actually went through phases of different stuff um, before we hit the Gangsta's Paradise. Um, we had a little bit of a lull in views right before that, um, but we were just talking about this, um, how we, we went through this where she was kind of roasting or pranking me, and it did really well for us for a while. Um, and then, I don't know, there was something else. Oh, we Well, we, we did this, like, series where I would, like trick him into doing something by making it sound like it was going to be something else. And then mm -hmm. we flipped the script and had him do it to me as well. Um, and those videos did really well, completely original um, thought processes coming up with like a whole skit idea with it. <clears throat> um, and then those started kind of dying, dying out. Um, we, we didn't have anything that really stuck long term. Um, we could do maybe two, three different videos before it would just fade away. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, we were on our way to uh, Cash and Carry for our restaurant brewery. And um, I, for some reason, I've always had 
Gangsta's Paradise just kind of randomly pop in my head. Um, you know, nostalgia, 90s songs and all that. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I think I was I was singing it just randomly or it came we, on the radio. Yeah, we were listening to 90s. And you were Snapchatting me just singing, rapping this, this song. And she had the concept of our first Gangsta's Paradise, um, the joke mm-hmm. already. Um, and at the time, we were doing a lot of what you saw on, on TikTok where you'd set the camera up on a tripod and it'd be both people in it, you know, and that was her idea with this joke. And I had seen this older couple, I don't even know if they're on TikTok anymore, uh, where he would walk in the kitchen and he'd roast his wife and he'd do kind of like what I do, but it'd be a runaway, like he'd run away from his wife and his wife would have the ladle or whatever, you know, chasing him. (laughs) And I'm like, that's genius. Um, They need to repeat this. And of course they never did. And so I, I just had that stuck in my mind. I'm like, I really want to do this somehow. And so it just, it hit me with the lyrics. And a lot of my ideas, um, they're musically based just with, you know, if the lyrics match what we're doing and the beat's just right. Um, I, that's where my ideas come from a lot of times where she's just, she's truly OG idea, um, not necessarily music involved. Uh, but yeah, I was like, as I, I roast her, like she had, she had uh, mentioned, I think it was the, the fridge yeah, the joke. the dryer shrinking my clothes, and you said it was a fridge. Fridge, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, if I roast her that way, do the walk away just right to as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's none left. I'm like, that's perfect, Maggie. I go, I go, Maggie, listen to the lyrics. It's perfect for the situation. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, I really like, because we, we are always, like, still very competitive. Like, she has a concept fully and I have a concept fully and we compromise somewhere in the middle, you know, and that was definitely this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I don't really want to do it that way, but you know, I guess it will do it that way. And it was a great joke. Mm-hmm. It probably would have done well either way, but, uh, we did it. And I remember even as we were recording, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to put this out there because, um, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. And we, <laughs> Not a lot of people know, but we went through a situation where we we went off the app for a good month because we made an innocent. Um, it was a Autumn, Adam Sandler audio from yeah. from uh, Big, Big Daddy, Daddy. and um, I'm like, it's where the kids like yelling for something, and basically kangaroo what, song. Yeah, a kangaroo song, kangaroo, and I'm I'm yelling for sex, like I you know I want I want I want to, and she's like, no, or all right, yeah, and so we posted that video. This is a couple months before the Gangster's Paradise. It went super viral for all the wrong reasons. Um, it hit the the wrong side of TikTok. We had men in the comments saying, like, this is why men cheat. And we had women saying, that's... Can you get her? Yeah, sorry. It was totally a battle of the sexes. And it, it was very, very negative comments. They're like, I can't believe you would put this kind of content out. Like, you are basically... Uh, saying that rape is okay, and then the men are like, I, you're saying that depriving your husband is okay, and all these other things, and it really, it was just like this super innocent, like, funny skit that we did, very, obviously very relatable, like, everybody, it, 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 it struck a chord because of how relatable it was. struck a chord with people, yeah, um, very much so. But it was so negative that I was like, I'm, I'm done, like... If, if something super innocent like this is going to be so misconstrued um, to fit other people's agendas, I don't want any part of it. 
Um, we were off the app for a good, it was actually six weeks because um, we hit that month mark. Jaren's like, okay, do you want to start making content again? I'm like, I, I honestly, I, I could care less. I think we had just started um, opening up at the brewery again. Uh, I was like super busy. We had, it was that first like reopen after everybody had been shut in. It was the beginning of summer and I was like, I have... 13 employees I'm I'm managing down at the tap room right now making content is like the least of my worries um and then we I finally I came back it was like mid-June I'm like all right let's start making a couple videos a week which of course we didn't yeah we made a, a video every day yeah and I remember having a conversation <laughs> with one of my good friends Luke uh best friend since high school and he was saying that you know I love you guys content um but he's up front about you know, if he doesn't like something or he thinks that, you know, we're not doing so great. And he's, he said, yeah, you guys, uh, you guys were, were doing awesome there. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if we'll, you know, make viral videos anywhere. He's like, no, you, you'll definitely find something again. And so to hear that from him, I was like, yeah, no, like we got this. And shortly after. Yeah, we, we came back to that, to the app. We were, uh, when we came back, we had like 350,000. Um, and then that break was probably one of the best things we've ever done yeah, because agreed. it like it reset our mindset. It reset. I, kind, I feel like I kind of reset our account too a little bit. Um, we posted three videos before we had a viral video again. And then um, from there, we, we just kept pumping out material. We were uh, posting. So that was mid-June. We went through July. Our first Gangster's Paradise was posted in August. And, um, so we, we did the video and I'm not feeling good about it because of that situation that right. caused us to get off the app. And I remember sitting on the couch thinking, oh, I'm not ready for this hate. And Maggie's like, I think it was even before you actually hit post. Um, you're like, are you ready for this? Like, it'll be good. It'd be good, Jaren. And mm -hmm. she's like trying to convince me that it'll be all right. I'm like, all right, just post it, just post it. And it turned into what it is today. I mean, it was just crazy. It was viral received growth. very well. Yeah. Um, and so we did like two or three more. I'm like, okay, this is going to die off because of, you know, the previous uh, series that we had done. And it just did not stop. It did not stop. Yeah. <laughs> it just kept growing and growing. We yeah. posted the first one. That one went super viral. The second one didn't do, it did like a mill. And then we're like, okay, we'll try it one more time. It did like a couple mill. And we're like, okay, let's just see how long we can do this and so we only did gangster's paradise pretty much for two or three months straight every day a gangster's paradise um and every day another one another one like it mm -hmm. just it 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 became so normal to hit a million views within uh four or five hours that now, like now looking at our numbers, um, we, it, we're lucky to hit you're a chase, mill again, right? Yeah, yeah, you're definitely chasing the high. Um, and even when we post a Gangster's Paradise uh, skit, it, you know, we're lucky if we hit a mill on it. So we definitely hit our stride there for a while. The, the algorithm was definitely in our favor. Um, yeah, it, it hit a point where you couldn't go on the main for you without seeing us. It was, it was crazy. Like, Oh yeah. And I remember it was, it was so early on in it too, that we would go out in public and, um, people would be like, 
Is that I, them? I like you could tell it's like I literally just saw you, but they didn't know at the at the time who we were. Now you know we go out, and of course they know it's Jaron and Maggie, and you know what we do and all that. But um, and it's so funny, like you you find what works for you while you're doing them too. Like if you look at the early stuff, it's kind of cringeworthy because. You know, like I'm doing this like slow swing around and it's not the, the crisp flip that I do. Um, I didn't know if the eyebrow would be accepted, but I've been doing that <laughs> since my brother called me up. He's like, Jaron, you realize you've been doing that like since you were young, young. And I'm like, I don't remember doing that. I just kind of like one day decided to do it in the middle of the video. And I'm like, I, I personally like this. And of course, everybody knows the eyebrow now. Cause I do it every time, but yeah. Tick-talking <laughs> with Kevin Hughes. Well, and going back to the all the trolls and the hate that you guys got for that video, I went through something similar. So, <clears throat> same kind of same kind of thing. So, my wife and I we made one where it looked like I was putting my shirt back on, and I said. You know, was it good for you? I was like, it was the best 30 seconds of my life. And and she was like, yeah. And then I walk out of the room and it's slow motion in that song by Lonely Islands playing I Just Had Sex, you know. I love it, and, yeah. And, and, and people were like, like, getting on my wife about it. Like, um, pre, what'd they say, premature ejaculation is, is a real thing. Like, and they, and they were like freaking out. So, like, I completely, like, I took the video i didn't take it down but i looked put it on private yeah and then and, and i deleted all those comments and i'm just like what the it, this is a joke people like come on yeah. like i don't i don't get it and so i i put it back up and it never really started reaching potential again or anything but i'm kind of mm -hmm. glad because the last thing i want i don't care if i get hate like people yeah. can rag on me all they want yeah. but when it comes to my family that's when it when i take it personally sure. so yeah. um so yeah, I, I feel you on that. Um, but on your on your stuff on with Coolio, at what point did Coolio reach out to you guys and was like, "Yo, like this is awesome. I want to make TikToks with you." I mean that that's mind blowing, right? Like, yeah. what, what a cool experience. I was actually being a little proactive um, with it because number one, I was a little nervous. I didn't know you know, the implications of like, I get TikTok approves these audios and all that. But I mean, we were beating the heck out of this song. And I didn't know if he owned full rights, if there was right. any problem, yada, yada. And I, so I was like, you know what, let's just try to collab with him. So at that point, I realized he had very minimal socials. Um, he wasn't on TikTok. Hold uh, on. We'll pause it for a second. Oh, you're fine. The, can you hear Annie drinking water in the background? <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad, though. It's okay. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Um, so I found his account on Instagram and of course it's verified and all that. So sent a message and expect to hear anything. Didn't hear anything. It's like, well, maybe I'll, I'll contact his management, sent his management, um, a message, didn't hear anything back. All right. Well, dead end there. So we eventually had a comment on one of our videos, uh, that it was had... actually on a live. Oh, was it a live? Mm -hmm. And then he had commented on a video, um, saying, Hey, I'm friends with Coolio. And at the time, we're like, yeah, okay, whatever, you know. Right. Um, but then he kept repeating himself, him friends with Coolio, like, I'd like to get you guys together to do something. Um, and then he sent a message. We weren't friends with him or anything. Um, but I recognized his icon in our hidden messages. And mm -hmm. as you know, it's really hard to see messages on TikTok. Right. Um, that, you know, you're friends with or mutuals. And so Maggie, I, I go, Maggie, respond to this guy because he keeps repeating himself. Um, maybe it'll go somewhere. And his name's Richard, and 
we did. Yeah, so the, this this story is kind of interesting. So this is in October. We're um, in the peak of uh, of our seasonal uh, influctuation in this town. So October is like where we get all our tourists because we live in Halloween Town. It's where the movie Halloween Town was filmed. The first Twilight movie was filmed here. So every October we have tourists come from everywhere. The whole town does like this month-long celebration. It's quite exhausting, but our brewery is located on the downtown strip. And so we are always slammed every day in October. And it's we're in that like heat of that and still trying to do TikToks. Um, we had already hit, I think at this point we had just hit 2 million followers on TikTok. Yeah, probably there about. And so we were, I responded to this random message from somebody <laughs> who claims to know Coolio. <laughs> and he's like, here's my number. I'd love for you to come out at the end of October to Las Vegas. You will be my guest to this affiliate ball. Coolio will be there. I'm friends with him. Yada, yada, yada. Like all the, like promising all these things. I could not make actual phone call contact with him. And we're like, Oh, first red flag. Like what's going on? So we're like, okay, well let's just book this trip to Vegas. Uh, Take a chance. We had never spoken to Richard like physically, it was all through messages. He could have totally been catfishing us. Um, we we booked the trip anyway. It, it was worst in, case scenario. We just hang out in Vegas. Yeah, it wasn't until the night before that I finally was like, "Hey, man," because Richard owns his own business. He's like super busy, right? Yeah. Can I at least have your Facebook information so I can add you? And I basically I was like, I want to see if you're a real person. Yeah. Right. And so we finally, like the night before we leave, I add him on Facebook. I see a video with him and Coolio. And I'm like, okay, that's promising. And I mean, he was trying, he was being very proactive on trying to prove because he's like, I understand how this, you know, what this seems like. Yeah. I'm really friends with him. And so he had a video with Coolio on his Facebook. Okay. So, so we fly out. I'm having a hard time getting in contact with him. We're having issues with his phone and my phone phone number for some reason so we fly out to vegas i'm still like haven't actually spoke to him on the phone i'm like okay this still could very well be like some major catfish it could he could just be saying that he's this person well jaron decides to um book like a premium uber first time i'm like you know what given this given the scenario let's get a nicer uber for once yeah and it happened that we're chatting he's like the uber driver's like what brings you to vegas uh you know, work, business. And we're like, well, we're actually here for like TikTok work. We're supposed to be meeting with Coolio. Yeah. And this and guy's goes, like, no shit. He goes, I, I know Coolio from like years back. Like he was his car detailer or something like that. Right. Huh. And he goes, I don't have his direct line, but I think I still have his wife's number. Um, because his, my... his wife and, and, and Mimi Coolio's wife are, are still good friends. Yeah. He goes, that's so weird. He goes, well, I'll, I'll shoot her a text and, you know, hope for the best for you. Yeah. So we get we get into our hotel room, and uh, I get this random phone call from a Vegas number. I'm like, I'm gonna answer. Like the it. moment we walk in the door. And it it was Mimi, which is Coolio's wife, and she's like, I've actually been trying to get a hold of you guys through TikTok, from my account. Um, for a long time. For a long time. And we had no clue. Because they oh, loved wow. that we were using a song. and um, She goes, I think you guys are hilarious. People send me your stuff all the time. <laughs> and so at That's that point, so cool. I go, well, we're actually like, Rich invite us, 
invited us out here and she's like oh yeah rich he's great i'm like oh thank god this is a real scenario she's (laughs) like yeah yeah no we we already know that we're planning on meeting up with you guys at the affiliate ball and um so that's when it kind of all came together. Uh, unfortunately, that was the our, our dog, um, Chester, who has passed now, got very, very sick on that trip um, oh. while we were gone. And um, I yeah. mean, it was like the first night we were there. He had, we had um, our dog, it was Jaren's dad watching him, ru- uh, rush him to the ER. And they were running tests the whole time we were in Vegas. We were like, do whatever you can. And it, yeah, and it was one of those scenarios where he was perfectly healthy. When we um, left. I mean, great. It just had a clean bill of health mm-hmm. at the vet. And then all of a sudden he's puking green stuff. And it's like, and he's on the surgery table and they're like, they called us up while we were... Uh, while we were hanging out with Coolio, this is the first time we were... Me- I, I totally interrupt you. Yeah. While we were meeting him, and um, I, our dog had just gone into surgery, emergency surgery. They thought he had... They finally had found a mass on his spleen. And we get this call that he had this major mass. It was connected to all of his organs that they couldn't remove, that um, they recommended that we let him go on the table. And I mean, we are like, this is like a major life event happening during a major life, life event. event. Right. It was just like crazy. Yeah. And so we, we didn't even say goodbye. We left. We, I mean, like we just had, met Coolio. We're hanging out for a few minutes. We were and supposed we get this to call. film. Yeah. yeah and we're, him. of course we get this call and we're a mess and yeah, we flew out immediately. Yeah. Uh, we, I ended up texting Rich. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like he, they had known what was going on. So they knew that that was a potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ended up telling the the doctor, we're like, absolutely not. Like if, if you can stitch him up, don't remove anything, stitch him up and like at least let us get home and say goodbye to him mm-hmm. before anything happens. And, um, crazy thing, we get home and we, we fl- like, we flew home that, that, as soon as possible, drove straight from Portland all the way up to Washington because that's where he was being watched. Three, four (laughs) hours away or something like that. Straight to the the emergency hospital and um, Chester walks into the room. He's trotting in. We're like, this is not a dog that was just about to be put down. Like, this is is not... So, they... And the the vet's like, is that the same... Talking to the nurse, is that the same dog? And we're like, what's going on? And so, they had no clue. They're like, you know, we don't have an answer. How about you guys go for a walk with them and kind of decide what you want to do. Yeah. So they said, finally, we're like this, this, he doesn't, he's, he's too with it. He's walking. He's, he's like showing us that he wants to be here. So they said that if we could get him to eat, um, cause he hadn't eaten the whole time we were gone, that they would, they would let him come home with us. And so, uh, they gave us some baby food and, uh, sorry, she's very needy. Um, <laughs> that's all right. We, he he scarfed it down. He was so hungry. And so they allowed us to take him home. They said that it was going to basically it would be like hospice. So they don't know how long he has to live. We could take him home and just spend as much time, quality time with him. So we basically took him home. We spent the next couple days at Jaron's dad's house because we wanted to be close to the, the emergency hospital just in case. Um, finally, we were like, okay we think we can go home, but they only gave us a, a meds to last for a couple of days. Cause they didn't think he would last that long. And we're like, let's refill his meds. Let's go home. We came home. We were home for a day and I started calling to get second opinions. And, um, yeah, he was getting better and better and uh, eating we're like, and you know, starting so- to play again. And we're like, 
something's not adding up here. Like this doesn't make sense for a dog that supposedly has this mass, right? all these things. So anyway, long story short, he ended up living for another six months. Um, we were in and out of the hospital. They thought he had an autoimmune disease. Yeah, it was, he was good for a while. And then, you know, things the past, I I would say the last month, Mm -hmm. it started getting real bad. And so, you know, we're trying to do our thing still on TikTok. And I mean, we were very grateful that we had Gangsta's Paradise during that time because we knew that we could do one a day Mm -hmm. and uh, everybody was unaware that all of this was going on. I mean, there, there are kids, Chester was my boy, man. He's, we just, you have that one dog in your life. And yeah, he was it. We got Chester right after we got married. Um, he, I mean, he was, our first dog passed away really, really early. He got attacked by another dog. And so Chester was our, the first dog that we had had for a full lifespan. And uh, it was, I mean, it was huge. It's still like, I teared up this morning. I watched a TikTok of another dog and it, I mean, I can't think about it without getting upset. Um, but, but yeah, we, we were doing the videos and they're still doing great. Um, and we knew um, that they were probably okay with us leaving the interstate. And sure enough, we got a text from Mimi mm-hmm. and saying, you know, sorry about the situation. We definitely need to reconnect. Um, so at that point, we had scheduled another meeting um, in LA. Um, Rich had another party or something. Um, no, it was a football game. Yeah. It was a Chargers game, Chargers and Rams, right? Yeah. And uh, Coolio is a huge Rams fan. And so, of course, he was going to be there. And it was in a suite. I mean, it was just like, I mean, we're not used to that type of life. Right. And so we're like, okay, you know, like, I feel like we owe you guys back for this. Um, But yeah, so we stayed with Rich um, and his son and Coolio and Mimi showed up and we all just stayed in this condo. And uh, Coolio loves cooking. I guess he had his own cooking show at one time on the Food Network or something. Cooking. I think I remember that actually. Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so immediately I'm like, oh, perfect. Like cooking, we could go live with him and all that. And and that's the the live footage that I think we posted on our YouTube and whatnot. And he can do his thing while he's cooking. And so, yeah, that that just blew my mind. I'm like, oh my God, Coolio's staying with us, like staying the night, cooking dinner for us and all. It's just like, what is happening? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then we ended up filming a few videos and... It's funny because Coolio, like he had just like skit idea after skit idea. Oh yeah, he's. Like, I mean, he's actually pretty good at coming up with ideas too, a longer huh. form too. Like yeah. he, you could tell he had he has thought through different skit ideas yes. and wanted to do comedic stuff in the past. Yeah. So it was just a really cool experience. We're still uh, good friends with Mimi and Coolio. Yeah. Um, we were we were trying to get together for the meet and greet that we just had with him, but he happened to be in St. Louis. Yeah. So we just, so just missed him. Now but. now I just call him up and he's like, Hey, what's up, man? And it's just like <laughs> people are like, Like you have Coolio's number? Yeah. Right. No, it's cool. And he just hit a billion views on his YouTube. And so when I call him, I'm like, Hey man, congratulations on a million because I swear I saw a million. He was saying there was a million on his YouTube. He's like, A billion, bro. A billion. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, that's crazy. We're not at that yeah. billion yet. <laughs> Right. But, you know, he's he's doing good. He's still touring a lot. Um, he it's so funny. He started freestyling um, on our live while we're in the condo and immediately like I'm not great at freestyling by all means. But like I'm always thinking of stupid, funny stuff to say, like, you know, how Adam Sandler used to sing songs. with stupid right. stuff. Uh, so he's freestyling and I'm like, OK, Jaron, keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. You <laughs> do his thing. Like and I just met him like finally. Well, you know, finally hung out with him. And so he's freestyling to Gangsta's Paradise, doing his thing, doing good. And I just couldn't hold it in anymore. 
and I started jumping in, making stupid freestyle and stuff. And it's on our YouTube. You guys can see it. His wife starts busting up laughing. <laughs> Coolio, he stops. Coolio stopped. He's like, I'm he done. He looks at me like pissed. Looks at me. I'm like, oh, I messed up. I messed up. <laughs> And he walks away. He goes, I ain't fucking with you anymore, man. I ain't fucking with you anymore. <laughs> Jaren messed up his flow. Yeah, no, it was so we had a good time though. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I always looked up to Coolio. I mean, I was a nineties kid. I, I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm thirty, well, I'll be thirty-eight Friday. So uh like the nineties were, were big for me and Gangster's oh, yeah. Paradise and and then I don't know, I was because I grew up in the nineties, I was a huge Keenan and Kel fan. Like those oh, guys yeah. were like my idols as a kid, you know? Yeah. And, and when that Keenan and Kel show came out and Coolio sang the intro to that, that uh, show, I was just like, Oh, this guy's, you know, awesome. He's the yeah. coolest guy ever, you know? So it's really cool that, I mean, when you get to meet childhood, uh, heroes or people you looked up to as a kid, it's just, it's so surreal. Uh, oh yeah. I did. Uh, so, I used to edit movies and, and TV shows out in LA. Uh, I got my degree in animation and special effects. And, you know, and one thing I, I was a skateboarder when I was a, when I was in high school. And uh, so I always looked up to all the skaters and I really got into like the CKY and Jackass stuff. And I was a huge fan of Bam Margera. Well, when I moved to uh, LA, one of my jobs I was given was to edit and work on Jackass, the movie too. So oh, like, wow. yeah. So like, yeah. I got to like hang out with all these guys that that I uh, idolized growing up, you know. And and I, you know, hanging out with them. They're taking me to concerts. We went to the Playboy Mansion, and we just, yeah. It, wow. oh yeah, man, That's it was crazy, crazy man. And it, it was just so much fun. Like, it's it's, I don't know, it's surreal. Like, you never think you will be that person that gets to oh, no. hang out with these successful people or or meet people that you've always seen on TV and idolized. And yeah, it's just, it's just really cool. And I'm so happy for you guys and you guys have so much going for you. And I think it's great. And I want to know like what has social media done for your lives? Like how has it changed your lives? It's so crazy, man. Like exactly what you said. Like I was just telling somebody this, like I still feel like I'm really a nobody. Like I'm just, you know, Jaren, I'm just doing my thing. Right. Um, Especially being like, I'm turning 36 next month. You, to be 36 and and be considered a social media influencer, content creator, like somebody, you know, in the world. It's just like, what? I just hopped off right before our podcast. I just hopped off a call um, where they're trying to make me the face of uh, erectile dysfunction. <laughs> like, that was my bucket list item, you know? <laughs> no, but like, you know, we're getting these crazy brand deals and, um, you know, it's it's we're just so grateful, you know, for what it's become. But yeah, like for me, I don't know how you feel, but I I still feel like I'm just me. And you go out and about and people are like, I mean, grown men just like can't get the words out because they're so excited to meet you. It's just what, what is the weirdest thing is like, uh, you know, we, we started doing this. Um, we got reached out to, to, from this, a random, again, one thing I, this is totally off subject, but I have to say this. Um, one thing that I feel like we're both really good at is like going through messages, catching the message. Like we wouldn't have met Coolio had we not responded to a random message of somebody sliding into my DMS. Right. 
we got hooked up with Dane Cook uh, through just shooting our shot and like uh, I was in his live and just was like, hey man, we'd love to collab. We're going to be in LA, whatever. He saw it, clicked on us, followed us back, uh, ended up being able to talk to him on Instagram, got invited to his show. We were like, he made us part of this set. Um, this was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, just like crazy. made us a, a big part of his set at the Laugh Factory, which was mind blowing. Yeah. Made that That's connection, awesome. ended up making the connection with Mike Moreno uh, through that and potentially being on his podcast. But um, this, this, going back to what I'm saying is we got an email from somebody who was like, I make documentaries, I'm a filmmaker, I would love to make a documentary about your guys's life and social media and what it's like and like the good, the bad, ever you know, and everything in between. And, um, you know, Jaron was like, I'm just going to respond because you never know who you're talking to. Right. Right. You never know. It, sometimes they come in like the weirdest, like usernames Forms, yeah. or whatever, yeah. like, but you never know who you're talking to. So always like take that opportunity. And, um, it ended up being like this award-winning documentary filmmaker. He um, has made several documentaries, and him and his wife uh, are both in that field. And it's it ended up being we're in the process of filming an actual documentary, which is why we were yeah. just in Vegas. Right? Yeah. 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 It's just, I mean, we still definitely like work. We work very hard. Like. Oh to- yeah to get where and, and make those connections where like I feel like a lot of you know especially the younger ones they just kind of like you know, work off their influence and all that like these connections aren't just falling in our laps like we're definitely reaching out and doing our thing and we're business owners too you know like we understand that it, it takes that level of work mm-hmm. thankfully we have the platform and and they see our account they're like oh okay they must be somebody or they recognize the gangsta's paradise stuff um but yeah I, and I think I think we're in this a little bit of a weird lull right now um, with algorithms changing and um, TikTok trying to figure out what it is and Stram trying to do the short form stuff. I think we're in the quiet before the storm for us um, because of the the potential of this documentary um, being something bigger than you know we we think it's going to be because um, he knows executives with HBO Max and all that and uh, it's not we don't have a contract or anything yet, but um, there's a good potential it, it's going to be picked up by um, HBO Max or um, I think Hulu. And uh, that will awesome. definitely change next level, change our lives for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's so still, awesome. we, we still have a lot of recording to do probably when mm-hmm. not, but uh, yeah. So it's just craziness, man. And I have to ask really quick about your TikTok videos. How bad does your head hurt? I mean, I've seen some of the things that oh she has gosh. thrown at you. There's been soft things, but I, I have seen like cans of beer or something like thrown yeah. at your head. So, yeah. Okay, I gotta, I gotta show you what we do for the. Yeah, cans of beer. I will say though. So, <laughs> again, I'm like, okay, maybe if we're doing this, we're going all the way. We yeah. got to extra items hit me and all that. So early on, yes, those hard items did actually hit my head. And um, there's one specific video where I was like, all right, we went too far. My, I think you may give me a minor concussion. <laughs> legitimately <laughs> and she was yeah like it brought her to tears she's like i can't do this anymore and hurt oh. you. uh but yeah we were in walmart and i'm like okay so we have this uh, battery joke um, that we want to do and uh i was like okay what are you gonna hit me with um and i saw this car wash brush and i'm like okay you know it's soft and all that well the inside was plastic it was a plastic flat item and on the outside it was fluffy and flat so while she's swinging at me you see it so flat side's going this way. You see it turn 
like this. Um, so the hard you. plastic's about to, and it <laughs> cracked my skull. Oh. Like I remember walking out of there like, oh, I'm a little dizzy, you know, didn't go to the hospital or anything. But oh, at that point I'm like, okay, so let's not do the hard items anymore. And so uh, we we trick people now. We make it look like it's hard I and it's really... I can't actually find the, the, um, the other. The squeaky this toys. This is a good so, example, though. So in the videos where it looks like I'm throwing a can at him, and okay. the, we do a cut scene. So the first scene is filmed where he's coming up to me, and then the second scene where you see him make his joke and flip, that's a whole different scene, and we splice it together. Oh, so in the okay. first scene, yeah. like the one where I, I take an actual can out of the fridge and I make it look like I'm going to drink it. Well, we have a dog toy. I can't find it. It's a white can and it says Stella or Paw on it. Um, it's a squeaky toy. It's soft. It's rubber. But okay. it looks just like a, a Natty Light, uh, yeah. old Natty Light Hard, can. Yeah. Um, so in the first scene, it's a real can. In the second scene, because it's so everything's so quick, you can't tell the switch, we switch it out. Yeah. So what I'm throwing at him is not a real can. Yeah. Okay. And no then, more. <laughs> then this, we've done it again with uh, Truly. We found this like plush drooly dog toy. Okay. <laughs> and so in the first scene, it, it's an actual Truly can. And in the second scene, it's this. So okay. what I'm actually throwing at him is not a real can. Um, and it's funny too, because like people, there's a group of people, especially early on, um, everybody, everybody believed this was legitimate and, all, and then they're like, okay, like we get, you know, it's all staged and you guys are just having fun. Um, but now there's people in our comment section are like, you swore these were staged when we like set it up, like we just did a burping one where I walk in and she like belches. Right. <laughs> and it was clearly staged, but they're like, you swore these weren't staged. We've never said they weren't staged. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? that's one thing we've never claimed to be that we these are like we make jokes actually now that uh, that they're not staged because be, we thought well, it was obvious that they weren't that they were staged. So our right. first week of filming, um, we're like, oh, we've I, or I was like, I've got to use our cameraman somehow in these skits. You know, he's here. I've got to use it. And so I don't know if you saw it, but uh, we did something and i was like mike get out of the scene let's do it again yeah you know, we, were, it, we were responding to a comment of, that said clearly staged and that yeah and he's, he's in the like, background with his big camera equipment Jared's like i don't know what you're talking about none he's, of this is staged and he like pans and and you could see talal our cameraman in the in the back and he's like mike get out of the yeah. scene i'm like, like okay talal, talal is his name i go you're gonna be mike i don't know why i think um, Mike as a cameraman. So now he's Talal, a.k.a. Mike, and we throw him in every once in a while. But, yeah. Yeah, so now we play off of it. Uh, the the working title of our documentary is Staged. Staged. <laughs> no. he, he thought of that. I was like, that is perfect because every video we do, there's some two or three accounts that say Staged. staged. This is Staged. <laughs> and it's like... Even on our lives, they'll say Staged. At, like, <laughs> now when we do something for real, they still say Staged. Yeah, so it's just this thing ongoing. I go, that's perfect, Talal. Yeah, I think like 99.9% of TikTok creators, like all the videos are staged. Oh, yeah. I don't know how people can actually, especially when it comes to something like that, like you think if that wasn't staged and you're ripping on your partner the way you guys do, like you wouldn't be married. Like that's such a toxic relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on, guys. Yeah. yeah. But I guess if you haven't ever been in a long-term relationship or, you know, just don't understand. Maybe, yeah. 
Yeah, there are a lot of kids on TikTok, and I and I love how your dad gets in on some of these as well, and and plays along. I just think that's so cool. And he is so polar opposite of me. Like he's not not a creative bone in his body, man. He's just and he's very by the book. So, mm-hmm. um, but you know, if you give him beer, he'll do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so he's been uh, back at home for some time, but yeah, we were just talking about if we were to walk around in public together, people would really enjoy that. And he's just still so naive to what this all is, you know, and, um, you know, we'll bring up, oh yeah, we just had a meet and greet and he's just like all quiet. I'm like, you all right, bro. Like, you know, like this is a good thing. He's like, yeah, no, I'm just like concerned about you guys, uh, stepping away from the brewery more and all that. Like, even though we're making way more money on social media and he knows that he just like, so worried, he's such a worry wart. Like, yeah. And is this a, you know, good long-term thing for you guys? <laughs> well, and that's what was my next question actually with blowing up on social media and everything you have going on, I guess, what does that mean for your brewery in the future? Like, what are you guys, what's your plan? Yeah, it's tough. We're in a very tough spot right now because um, we've never had any partners with our brewery. Um, we've built this from the ground up. Um, yeah, and we've done a lot of great things just with the brewery. Uh, we were the first brick and mortar to receive a national grant through NAV. Um, you can Google us. There's a huge article and everything. So that oh, was wow. like, I mean, we did a lot of that stuff and uh, brought the community together. We did trivia and you know, all these different things in this smaller community. Um, and it's it's just not the same after COVID, unfortunately, but it's still our baby. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's, if we decide to let it go, it's going to be very hard. Um, Right now where we are building a bigger production facility, we started that prior to um, the social stuff really picking up. Um, And a lot of our personal finances are going towards that. So um, that's a little scary as well. Um, But also, you know, we're building this brand, the Blonde Brewer, and uh, weekly, I get uh, sometimes daily, I get emails asking for our beer, and um, you know Iran, you know just crazy places, Canada, East Coast, all that. And so I think uh, our our initial goal with this production facility is just gonna be to produce the Blonde Brewer Ale, mm-hmm. and get some distribution contracts, and get it out there to um, our fans. That's awesome. Yeah, this is so cool what you guys are doing, and you guys are. I watch only a few, like avidly watch only a few couples on TikTok, and uh, you and uh, I don't know if you know Brandy and Billy. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah so I've had them on the podcast as well. They're they're another one of my my favorites to watch. But uh, you guys are doing such amazing things, and I'm so happy for you. And oh, I um, that. I, yeah, and I have a uh, some lightning round questions, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So. What's the craziest thing you've ever done when being really drunk? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to go there. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's been so many moments. Uh, I could think of something recently. <laughs> for you? For me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, go ahead. See, uh, here's the thing. Me and alcohol don't mix well, and uh, I black out. Oh. But you can't tell with her. Like, she's just doing her thing. She's having a good time. No, she's blacked out. <laughs> uh, let's see. Party bus. It, it, let, mm. Let's just let's just. Oh yeah. narrow this down. It involves a party bus, a stripper pole, and a very drunk Maggie. Yeah, and uh, a scandalously clad outfit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We were, this was one of the uh, Richard trips. So, um, 
he rented this mansion in Vegas. And we're like, and he's like, you guys want to come? And we're like, absolutely, we're down. But there's going to be a lot of uh, potential networking and advertisement deals. Um, so we're like, yeah, for sure. And we show up and immediately start drinking because there's, I mean, he just buys booze upon booze upon booze. And so it's all over all the time and maybe starts <laughs> drinking. And I think she, she's, we flew first class for that trip. I, and so yeah. she was drinking was, on the trip I over. I was drinking oh, on the way over there. We had minimal sleep, drank on the flight over, drank when we got to Vegas, we had a few drinks before we even met up with Richard. He got me a drink. That's where I blacked out. Went to the mansion uh pushed my friend into the pool then i got pushed in the pool i don't remember any of this this is all on video <laughs> they had I, like this giant waterfall i was even feeling pretty good like i stripped down to my underwear i climbed up on this huge rock you're not supposed to jump from it because the pool is pretty <laughs> shallow i did and i remember i like hit my hand like i had my hand right below my oh. butt and i hit my hand i'm like oh this could have been bad <laughs> like, yeah yeah I, I take a nap they wake me up they're like okay we're gonna go on the party bus do you want to go I'm like, she, yeah. I wake her up and immediately I regret it. I'm like, oh no, I shouldn't have woke her up because she is lost. Like, she's done. She's out. But, you know, she's absolutely, I'm down. You know, and we're like, okay, we're leaving like right now. And so our friend, she she's more of a girly girl. And so she's like, throw this on. And maybe yeah. shouldn't have threw it on. Yeah. And then the rest is history. The party bus, stripper pole. We won't go into that one. It's a little embarrassing. Well, but. I will say that uh, one day, one of these days, you may end up on TMZ for being in, uh, was it Planet 13, the, the weed store? Um <laughs> With she, 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 they were in there for like a good hour. We're, we don't need to go into this. No, no, no. I gotta let them know. I gotta let. I'm like, what is taking so long? So I finally go in there, and the security guards are like, "Hey, you need a ticket." I'm like, "No, I'm just, I'm trying to find my wife." And they're like, "Oh, they knew immediately." They're like, "Okay, yeah, she's in there," and the place was packed. Like they knew, and so I'm like, oh, "Look around for her. I'm not finding her." I'm like, "Okay, I go to the bathroom." So I go to the bathroom. I hop out, and she's like, "Woo!" She comes out in our woo. My titties fell out. My titties fell out. Like, oh. proud of it. Like, and she's very conservative in regard to that stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, this is not good, you know, because it's, like, high security. There's cameras everywhere. My titty popped out. And Richard's like, yeah, I wasn't looking. <laughs> He's like, I didn't look. I didn't look. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. That's, uh, that's needless to drink. say, I have not drank that much since. <laughs> yep, yep. That's awesome. My moment was probably in uh, Mexico, Cozumel. Um, that was probably a one. lot of skinny dipping. Yeah, happened, yeah, right? I get yeah. naked real quick. Yeah, um, I ended up closing the bar down, getting all these girls to go down on the pier. Everybody got naked, jumped in, and then we did this like two, three days in Cozumel um, until finally a, a, one of the staff members ran down. They're like, "Ah, oh, speaking in Spanish, like, don't go in the water, don't go in the water." Um, and I'm like trying to make out what he's saying. He's like, um, "Barracuda, barracuda." I'm like, oh, "What?" Shit. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, no, there's a there's a barracuda that stays uh, right there, right where you guys are jumping. And he goes, I'm surprised it didn't it didn't show up. And sure as shit, like I look down and it's right there. Uh, and we're like, all right, we're done. And this is after three days of doing it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> if your guys' life was a movie, what movie would you compare it to? Um. Well, in light of what we just talked about, probably the hangover. I was good. But... I was thinking maybe not quite as far as the hangover, but you know, at moments a little bit. Uh, you know, it's probably like this mixture of like Will Ferrell movies, a Will and... Ferrell and a rom com. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, mixture of Will old Ferrell. school. Yeah, old school is a good one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who is your guys's favorite or a celebrity crush? 
Gavin Rosdale. Yeah, hers is if oh. Mine's changed throughout the years. Um, I remember for a long time it was that gal off of Jessica um, Beale was the long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I keep switching it. Um, I can't even think of it. Yeah, gossip Je- girl. Gossip that gossip girl girl. Uh, she played Blair Waldorf. And then it was the Office act- actress um, uh, Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. Yeah. Okay. I around. love Jessica Beale too. So. Funny story, let me tell this real quick if you don't mind. Uh, when I lived in L.A., I was down at uh, Santa Monica Pier, and there's a bar near there called Barney's Beanery, and we were like, a couple of my friends were like, oh, let's go shoot some pool. So we were up, and like the pool table's like on the second story. They just kind of have like a, a a loft area with the pool table. And all of a sudden, like it cleared out. It was just up the, us up there playing pool, and we're like, what is going on? And then this girl comes and tap. There was two girls. One comes and taps me on the shoulder, and she's like, "Hey, can we play with you guys?" And I look over. It's Jessica Biel, no and way. I'm just like, and I was like, I like yeah, and th- and I was like, yeah, 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 we're done, we're done, <laughs> let's let's play, let's play, yeah. <laughs> so like, we played pool with her all night, got wasted with Jessica Biel, and oh she's like God. with, the, and she has like these bodyguards. They're just huge oh, right and, and and I get to the point where, and here's my drunken story. <laughs> I get. I get hammered and I'm just like, you know what? And this was right in between like when she broke up with uh, Justin Timberlake the first time. So she oh, was single, wow. at least according to what, what you see on, on the tabloids. Right. And I was like, I was, I was trying, man. Like I, oh, I have I never be. tried so hard <laughs> to like, oh yeah. I was like, so I, I, and it was so stupid too. I was like, was Texas Chainsaw Massacre like really shot in Texas? Like really stupid, like shit. Like, <laughs> total embarrassment and she's like yeah it really was i was like oh so when you're like in texas right not like in like just stupid like made a fool of myself but i guess i'll always have that memory i guess (laughs) shot your shot i love it yeah i I had to i had to (laughs) that's crazy though man yeah i would have freaked out for sure and she seemed so conservative there for a long time yeah and she was really cool like down to earth and so i live here in colorado and she actually told me she grew up in Boulder, and uh, which is not too far from me. But so I told her I, I'm from Windsor, Colorado, originally, and she's like, "Oh yeah." She's like, "My parents, I built them a house in Loveland. We go there for Christmas every year, and we go to the there's a mall called the Centera, um, and it's an outdoor mall." She's like, "We go Christmas shopping there every year," and I'm like, "What? Like, how am I just now finding out about this? I never yeah. like we're we were so close, and I was just like, damn." Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can <I get> your <laughs> yeah, 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 not happening, but that's okay. <laughs> so what do you guys want to be remembered for? That's a really good question. I, for me, it's, it's just basically known for bringing positivity and, and laughter into life. Um, comedy. Comedy. Yeah. Just known for like having a good time and just like forgetting about the negative, you know, doing what you want to do in life. Yeah. And, uh, for me, it's just like, I, I would like to be known for like our perseverance, the, you know, Mm -hmm. just keep, keep trucking even through the hard times and, you know, the negativity and, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of people when we meet, uh, people every day they the one thing they always say is that we we just have a great like 
as a couple, a, a great dynamic. And mm-hmm. even in like our roasts, you can just tell that we're having fun with each other. Mm-hmm. And so that... And, and don't take life so seriously. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously moments in life that you need to take seriously. And we do, you know, we've, we own a business, a restaurant, right. of all things right now, you know, it's, it's tough. Um, but to get online and no matter what's going on in the background, like, you know, our dog situation, Chester, um, still bringing laughter to the community. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And I agree a hundred percent. You guys, the way you mesh is just like the perfect like couple, honestly. And if you're, and I mean, I know you now from this, but like, if you guys are anything in person, like you are on your videos, like I, I think you guys are perfect for each other. And I love that. I love it. Seriously. You guys are great. That's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. 14 you, years together. And it, it, it uh, still feels new sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, have our awesome. future, like any other sure. couple, but yeah, I mean, we're definitely best friends for yeah. sure. That's awesome. If you guys can go anywhere in the world for a two-week vacation, where would you go? We love to travel. Um, mm, there's, two weeks. There's three places on on my bucket list. One right now is the, the Maldives. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about that. Um, but I would love to go to Peru and um, you know hike up to Machu Picchu. It takes about, I think, about a week to do the actual hike. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge hiker, kayaker. Jaron does it because I love it so much. He, he mm-hmm. loves outdoor activities, but he's but more of that fast paced, like let's go jet skiing. Pumping, yeah. And I'm like, let's go take a stroll in the mountains, you know? <laughs> um, so, uh, Peru and the Galapagos islands, that would, that would be huge. And then South Africa, um, is something that I've always kind of wanted to do. Yeah. I love the ocean. Anything like beachfront. Um, the Maldives, any overwater hut would be great for yeah. something new that we haven't done. Um, but for a repeat visit, I would say probably Scotland. I loved Scotland. Scotland. Nice. The people are amazing. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunately a lot like the Pacific Northwest as far as the weather goes. It rains a lot. It's kind of cold. But um, yeah, I mean, just the history is so rich there. Yeah, that's awesome. And finally, who is your favorite TikTok creator? Ooh. Man, that changes too. Right now, who would be up there? You know, I love actually how Dane Cook's making moves. He's not necessarily making like content, but um, I just remember how he was like the first comedian on social or on um, MySpace social media mm-hmm. uh, to to be big. And he's like, he's just in the early stages of that again, like really trying to do his thing, and I love it. I gotta look up this guy. I think. Um, but as far as like you know, our level. Man, I I do actually like how Call Me Chris um, thinks of her ideas and how she she plays them out. I wish she would, she had a husband to do these things with because right. it's, it's so creative, creative and original. And she deserves the number that she has as far as followers go. Yeah, I'm, I can't remember his name. He's very like clean cut guy. We've um, used him for inspiration on our emu video. He ended up. Oh, in a... didn't we meet him, or we ran into him at yeah, VidCon? Yeah, and I. Why is his name like? Hi, it's very high production. It's like our stuff, but you know, you could tell he has a camera crew and everything. I I can't remember his name, but and he's got like 
20 or so million followers. Um, huge creator. And I just now, remember he did like a skit where he ended up in a hurt by his wife or girlfriend. He ended up in a wheelchair, wheelchair. and just rolling out of the it uh, was, elevator. Yeah. That, yeah. I can't remember his name, but uh, it'll come to me. I, I actually, I, I like a lot of the smaller creators too that pop up mm-hmm. and um, they may have one offs or whatever. So I, I follow on my Visa follower account because I still watch videos on that account. Um, a lot of the smaller creators. People are just starting to pick up that it's me though. And uh, I didn't like fully announce it right away. So I would make a video and it'd go viral because it was a good video, but it was maybe a little too risque for our page. Um, Sexual jokes, in other words. Sure. And uh, people are like, you're stealing the Blonde Brewers content. Our fans are diehard, man. They like, (laughs) they go on attack immediately. And so Maggie'd pop in with the Blonde Brewer. I'm like, no, actually, this is Jaren's private account. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been so much fun, guys. You guys are absolutely amazing. This is more than I could have ever thought it was going to be. And such a fun conversation. And the stories, It's it, this is great. And I thank you so much for wanting to come on the show and agreeing to come on the show. And, it, yeah, this has been this has been so much fun. This has been a blast. Yeah, yeah thanks yeah, a lot, thank Kevin, you. for inviting us. For yeah. Sure. And we'll, I'm sure we'll run into each other again in the future. Absolutely. I, I would love to collab someday. And then you said you want to do stand-up. Maybe uh, – I made this show happen in Denver. Maybe I can make something else happen. I would love to have you come give it a shot if, you, if you're willing yeah, to Yeah, it, it, it scares me a little bit, but sure. uh, yeah, possibly. I'll be a writer. <laughs> make it more of a writer. <laughs> I'm scared to death. I'm not going to lie. And it's tomorrow. I, like, I'm freaking I out. <laughs> I bet but, you are, yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to live stream it on TikTok, so if you guys want to watch and I'll maybe definitely you see me. Crash yeah, and fall. For sure. <laughs> so you're gonna kick it. I mean, you're gonna do great, man. I hope so, man. But thank you. Yeah, you guys are great, and let's keep in touch and uh, do some more work together in the future. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Thanks a lot, Kevin. We really All appreciate right. it. All right, guys. Well, you have a good day. Tick talking, a tick talking, tick talking with Kevin Hughes. I cannot express enough. How much fun that conversation was. And yes, this was pre-recorded, guys. So my birthday already happened and my live show happened. And my live show was absolutely amazing. It was a huge success. It was so much fun. Uh, Great opportunity. And I did a lot better than I thought I was going to do. So that's definitely a bonus. And I thank everybody who made it out to the show or watched the live stream on TikTok. But it was a lot of fun. But Jaren and Maggie, guys such amazing people and I'm so excited to work with them in the future and kind of see where this uh, friendship develops to but I hope you guys really loved it I mean there's no way I don't think you couldn't have but it was so much fun and as always I'm going to have another fabulous guest for you guys next week and if I don't see you good afternoon good evening and good night Bye-bye now.